This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed and real wood smoke, real. And you could tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, Welcome to the program. It's a Thursday, Dan and the Dan. That's Dan Patrick Show. It's hour one. Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk will try to put into context what exactly is going to happen next with the NFL and Deshaun Watson. Former Cowboys head coach, now a member of NBC Football Night in America, Jason Garrett will stop by. The Premier League gets underway coming up this weekend. NBC's host, Rebecca Lowe, back on the program. Yeah, what's the problem? Uh, I feel like it's been a short time since we've had Rebecca Lowe on the show. You're cutting it close with this one. It's been a little while. It could get a little hairy. There's there's been uh, Danette Cheddar. I hate to interrupt you on your open, but something different with your hair today. Uh, And I've seen your hair more than mm, anyone on earth, mm, me, Seton, and mm. Fritzy. Over the past 20 years. I know every style, every cut. We've appreciated your hair more oh, than anybody. Celebrated. Okay. I tried to go with the Steve Kerr look. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here's the issue. Can I, can I say something real quick? Okay. It looks a little tighter on the sides. It is. And maybe just a little looser peaked up top than historically. Spiky. And I'm checking my notes. I've never seen your hair like okay. that. Okay. <laughs> um... <laughs> Right into it we go. And now we go to the newsroom. I, for an we we cover the stories, Dan, wherever they are. <laughs> the motto of our news team told is us. we don't break I know. news. I know. We spray uh, it. Let's go to the newsroom. Point. Is there something different about your hair today that hasn't happened in, in decades? Because it yes. definitely looks different. Yes. Uh, there's no paint on it. Just letting people know if you're listening on radio, um, this is natural. So here's the issue. 
Got my hair cut yesterday because I have to go to a wedding this weekend. I thought I'd look presentable. Unbeknownst to me, my wife gets a hold of the woman who cuts my hair to say, hey, Dan's going to ask for this, but I'd like for you to cut his hair this way. And, yes. Whoa. The bypass? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh. Yeah. Hold up. Yeah. Did she not read the notes of the contract? Uh, she knows She knows what she's done. Uh, she was very proud of what she's done. This morning, she was like, I love your hair. I said, okay. Now, I could tell as we're, you know, the conversation with the person who cuts my hair. Lisa's been doing it. She's a very nice woman. So we're just chatting. And I realize there's clumps that are falling in my lap, but I'm like, damn, I just said just uh, kind of a little bit on the, just clean it up a little bit. And all of a sudden I just see that I got a lot being cut off here. And then I realize I'm at the point of no return. I said, um, hey, what's going on? And she said, well, you know, your wife wanted to have it shorter and spikier. And I go, but you didn't tell me. She goes, well, she said that you wouldn't agree to it, and she thinks that you look younger when you have spiky hair. And so I don't I, – I'm, I'm like a Ken doll to my wife, and she wants, you know, to have me dress up and look the way she wants me to dress Just a up. hunk of meat. Yeah, huh? that's just – Some arm candy, really. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to be at the wedding. I think she wants me to look good for her. She's like, Dan, don't say anything. Just look yes. hot. Yes. Just look hot, okay? Yeah. Don't say anything. Because she knows I may take away from the bride and groom this sure, weekend. Sure, She knows that. She runs that risk with getting... So imagine that. Now imagine if I did that to my wife. <laughs> where I got a hold of the hairdresser and I go, you know, I kind of like it, uh, you know, with bangs. I'd like you to cut it short and spiky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like Steve Kerr. Oh. Yeah. I bring in a picture and I go, could you make my wife look like Steve Kerr? I find him hot. <laughs> And my wife likes Steve Kerr, so it makes sense. Yes, Paul. Even though you may be pleased with the product, because it does look good. I didn't you... say I was pleased. <laughs> oh. Kerplunk? Yeah. Do you, it was our conversation at home about the. Very briefly. The end run. Very briefly, because I just said, um, hmm. Uh, got my hair cut. She goes, yeah, it looks good. I go, uh, this isn't what I wanted. And she goes, yeah, I I told Lisa that you know maybe she should uh, do it. You look younger, you know. And so I she admitted it to you. Yes, she did. Without being probed. No, no. I said, well, is this for you or is it for me? And she said, well, I do look at you more than you look at yourself. I go, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll second that one. As, as I <laughs> as I stare up at the monitor to look at myself yeah. here. Got a monitor. Yeah, uh, that's funny. <laughs> Do you know I work with somebody who brought a mirror out when they did uh, a show, and they had a mirror constantly, and they were during commercial breaks constantly looking at the mirror. Kilborn. So no, no, oh, Kil- Kilby didn't Kilby? need it. No, he didn't need it. Morris Day. Morris. Who? Morris Day. Yeah, Jerome in the town. Oh. He, oh. He put- Put a mirror up on stage, yeah, but, I, but I didn't work with him. Oh, I thought you did. Sorry, Morris Day never hosted sports. No, he did not. No, uh, yes, is that unusual for somebody on TV? Because I, w- I would think your appearance, your appearance is very important, obviously, right? Especially 
if depending on where you are or the event that you're at or something, is it unusual for people to be that vain, conscious of how they look on camera? <laughs> well, what is change when you're out there? Now, you have a makeup person who comes by and puts powder on you sometimes during commercial breaks, but this person would so much so looking in the mirror so much so often that uh, management had to uh, tell the person they couldn't bring a mirror <laughs> out to the set. They were instructed they weren't allowed to have a mirror on the set. Yes, Todd. And when you're whispering who is the fairest one of all to the mirror, that's when it gets a little <laughs> creepy. It's bad enough to have the mirror. Yes, Paul. I, I want to wrap this up. I just want to say, as as your production team, I think we should have been consulted in this, you know, because we have to. Your hair is a big part of our it product. Affects our livelihood too. Totally. Yeah. I got kids to feed and to put through college. But there's a domino effect here to this decision, right? I just say a lot. Maybe a meeting is in order going forward. Would like to say though hello to those watching on Peacock. That's our streaming partner. If you'd like to check out my my Steve Kerr tribute haircut, it's sweeping the nation. Now, one other time this happened, and that's when George Clooney had really short hair. And my wife thought, hey, why don't you get a haircut like George Clooney? You know the Emperor Caesar? I, I looked like it, it, it didn't go well. I mean, George Clooney, it doesn't matter what he does. He's still going to look great. Like sometimes I think Hollywood actors, the good-looking guys, they try to ugly themselves up to see if they still look great. Like Brad Pitt feels like he does that. And I said, no, this, this looks terrible. And uh, no. so now my wife is, has done this again. I don't know if our marriage is going to survive. It's, you know, it's 35 years. I don't know. Right now, touch and go. Yes, Paul. Can you imagine you walked into a lawyer's <laughs> office and said, look, uh, there was no infidelity. She didn't steal any of my money, but she messed with this. And you point to your hair. Yeah. And the lawyer goes, we have a case. Yeah. This is my moneymaker here. <laughs> so why have you come into marriage counseling? Yes. Well, uh, one up- time I was going to get my hair cut and Sue called yes. my stylist yes. and told them, Sue, do you feel like that was an overreach? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sue, tell us. Explain you yourself. Uh, I just thought. That I was going to make him younger looking and hotter. Do you feel like he's not young and hot? Yeah. Uh, Dan, how does that make you feel when you hear you say that? Makes me feel old (laughs) and not sexy. Yes, Paul. You know, tampering charges. uh, It's a big story this week. and Mm. There's been proven tampering. She tampered with the hairstylist to get this. Right. It's like Stephen Ross and Tom Brady. And I'm mm. Brian Flores, and I'm leaving the boat. Yeah. Mm. It'll grow out. It will. I mean, it'll take a couple of weeks. Yeah, you, Marv. You tell yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the program. Already in progress. You know, sometimes I walk in, and uh, everybody looks at everybody, what they're wearing. Oh, this happens every single day. So all of a sudden I walk in and I hear from one of the Danans, oh, new shoes, huh? I go, well, they're, they're, they're new. I just haven't worn them. Yeah, but they're still new. Seton said that today. Yeah, I was going to compliment you. Like, oh, I like those sneakers. You but, know? You, but, but you didn't. You just said. Oh, I asked if those were new. Yeah. And you were like, yeah, okay, they are, all right? <laughs> I'm like, all right, dude, well, forget. I was going to say, wow, those are nice, but forget it now. Now I'm not going to. But Paulie does this all the time. All yeah, the but time. But that's because it's more judgy. 
Yeah. I'm Paul, more judgy? Yeah. Yes. Paul, okay. Paul goes like, he gives you the once over. Eyes yeah. go up and down, and he's like, huh. Hmm. That's all you get. And you're like, fine, leave me alone. Well, I don't like to give my tell. I don't like to discuss your new pants or haircut. I save it for the show. Mm. But if Seton walks in with like light beige <laughs> pants, I could do an hour on that because he's never worn beige pants. That is true. Yes, Marv. I really love your sneakers. And you know what? We're going to do a look in on this. The color scheme of your sneakers is something that needs to be in more uh, team uniforms. Team uniforms. Absolutely. That color scheme is underappreciated and underutilized. It has a Utah Jazz feel to it. You know, they do those uniforms with the colors yeah, as yeah. they go up? Maybe I feel it, like there's an era of Houston Astros. Maybe too, Astros, Nuggets, and maybe Utah. By the way, I thought maybe I would take away from the hair if I put on different oh, shoes. Distract and yes. overcome. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so the first thing Seton noticed were my shoes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I could tell when he was talking to me, he was staring at my hair. And, uh, you know, it's like if you have, you color your hair or, you know, it's like, well, nobody's going to notice. And then you can just tell when somebody's looking up at your hairline, like they're noticing. And you're a kid and you have like a pimple on your nose. Yeah, yeah. And you can just see everybody's eyes sort of cross towards looking at that pimple. All righty. I got a show to do. Come on. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's rally. Come on. Come on. Let's go. Here we go. Sports Emmy. By the way, you asked for yogurt-dipped dog bones, and we got them for you. We got them. The new dog biscuit is available at danpatrick.com. They're so good that Tyler eats them all the time. Here's the thing. Tyler doesn't know that they're dog biscuits. He's just like, man, these yogurt things are good. And I go, yeah, yeah, they are. Yes. The Tom. weird thing is when they share it and Tyler's nibbling from one side <laughs> and Winnie from the other, like Lady in the Tramp. I know. Spaghetti. Yogurt dipped mini bones. You can go to danpatrick.com. This program, I think, is still sponsored by Discover. Redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. That's amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right, some headlines. The NFL is appealing to Sean Watson's ruling. The NFL Players Association will then respond, from what I'm told, tomorrow. So the NFL is appealing, and those who will be appealing are the NFL and the commissioner. I don't know if he's going to hear it or not. I don't know if he'll be the case or hear the case or he'll designate somebody. But... Uh, I'm going to guess they didn't hear what they wanted to hear. They're asking this independent arbitrator, a judge, make a ruling. She made a ruling. They didn't like the ruling, even though she based her ruling on their previous rulings. But she was, you know, she was pretty good at saying they made their case. The NFL made its case. But she didn't be the one to break, didn't want to be the one to break precedent here and say, hey, sit him down for a year and fine him. It's based on what you've done before. This is why I'm ruling this way. So Mike Florio will join us coming up in about 10 minutes on that. Uh, Hall of Fame. We have football tonight. And my first reaction was, no, it's too early. But we're jonesing for months for football. It's August 4th. In a week, then I'd go, okay, I'm good. Got the Jags and the Raiders. And... If you think about where these two teams were a year ago at this time, Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, 
Travis Etienne, the Raiders, and John Gruden, and they were. This was gonna. This would be great. And then look at what happened. Gruden gets fired or resigns. Urban Meyer doesn't last the season. And it feels like this is almost year one for Trevor Lawrence. Like, we can't put that on him. And you know what? He acted unbelievably mature. When you factor in he's 22 years of age and he's he's cleaning up after the elephants in the circus here with Urban Meyer and, and the wake, you know, that he left behind. And then you have the Raiders, and the Raiders now that feel-good team. By the way, over, under, everybody talking about the Raiders, how good they're going to be. Over, under, how many wins the Raiders have, according to DraftKings. Think about it. Don't Google it. We'll take a break. We'll come back with Florio, get his thoughts on what's next. And Deshaun Watson, Albert Breer talked about this earlier in the week. They did say, NFL wanted 12 games and $10 million fine. And I told you this a couple of weeks ago. That's what they were pushing for. They wanted him fined. They want him in therapy. And they wanted an indefinite suspension. But they were willing to walk that back to 12 games. That's where I think we're headed again. 12, 10 million, and therapy for Deshaun Watson. Florio joins us next. Dan Patrick Show. Link Soul is going to make you look good. Even if you don't have a great haircut, you could have a great outfit. Link Soul, summer's here, and we got record high temperatures. You want to look cool, feel cool, and you're able to do that because Link Soul has taken its most technical fabric, specifically designed to be moisture wicking, quick drying, and they use laser technology to add precision cut perforations. That will give you maximum airflow. Featured in the Boardwalker AC short, the Saturday workout short, even the classic Chino. The AC technology comes in every style that you need. Temperatures aren't coming down anytime soon. That doesn't mean you have to sacrifice your comfort. When you're moving around, you want to do it with great comfort, and you look you want to look good. Link Soul's Boardwalker AC collection keeps you cool everywhere you go. You can see the entire summer collection at linksoul.com. Everything you need to look and feel great this summer, L-I-N-K-S-O-U-L dot com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Play of the day, stat of the day, poll question, all of that coming up. Before we bring in Mike Florio, who will join us from Canton. It's a Hall of Fame weekend there. Football coming up tonight. Jags and the Raiders. Okay. According to DraftKings, over under for wins this year for the Jags is what, Todd? Four and a half. No. Seaton. You said for the Jags? Jags. Uh, seven and a half. All right. Marv. Three and a half. Paulie. Five and a half. Six and a half. Whoa. Six and a half. Fourth place. Okay. Uh, Everybody's falling in love with the Raiders. You know, ESPN spent 24 hours talking about the Raiders last week. According to DraftKings, over, under, win total. People talking about the Raiders maybe winning this division. Todd. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Seton. Nine and a half. Marv. Eleven and a half. Eleven and a half. Pauling? Tough division. Ten games. Eight and a half. That, that's lower than... Yeah. They won ten last year. With eight, all that mess? I got over, under, eight and a half. With Devontae Adams? I don't understand that. They're just begging you to take the over on that one. <laughs> They're just begging you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, is there a betting line tonight? 
I used to bet on preseason games. Oh, no. <laughs> that is a, that's dark. Oh that's when I knew I had a problem. I used to bet on preseason games. And then you're like, uh, anybody good playing in this game? Yeah, Paul, is it like one point? I got the Raiders given two and a half. Two and a half. And I'm, over under 30 and a half. I'm jumping all over. Let's go. Oh, the over under is 30 and a half? Preseason, don't, they don't score a lot. Oh, 17-14 final. Yeah. Okay. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Um, one other thing here. I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago that I was keeping an eye on the Big Ten media rights, TV rights. The current media rights deal expires after the 2023 season. So that's when you have USC, UCLA, they'll make the jump on basically this day in 2024. I said, keep an eye on what's going on with NBC and Notre Dame joining the Big Ten. It looks like that is at least a strong possibility, according to couple of media reports here. I'll have more on this. I got, I got to check with my source who was the first to tell me about this. But there could be, and here's, here's what I'm told. Here's the headline. NBC could make the Big Ten the NFL of college football conferences. Now, I got to get a hold of a source here, but I want to bring in Mike Florio, kind enough to join us. From Canton, Ohio, as we got the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame. You know, Mike, I was thinking about a year ago at this time. John Gruden and the Raiders. You had Urban Meyer, you know, back to coaching. You got Trevor Lawrence. Both coaches are gone, and here we are at the Hall of Fame. Uh, how would you, if I would have told you a year ago, hey, you know, which coach won't be with their team this year out of those two, you would have said who? Oh, it would have been Meyer because John Gruden was going to be the coach of the Raiders for as long as he wanted to. Mark Davis was never going to fire John Gruden. He had three straight years of Mm -hmm. no playoff appearances, and he was under no scrutiny whatsoever. They were buddies. It wasn't going to happen. It took this other outside issue to force Mark Davis's hand. And frankly, I think one of the reasons why the Gruden emails got leaked was because if they hadn't been leaked, Davis quite possibly would have found a way to say, hey, he wasn't working for us at the time. It's irrelevant to us. He's going to continue to be a member of our organization. So it would have been Meyer because we've seen other college coaches flame out. None quite so dramatically and entertainingly as Urban Meyer. Yeah, you start to look at this and then, you know, Trevor, I think, gets a whole pass. Because when you're 22 and you're the grown-up in the room, we're asking an awful lot of him. Uh, they brought in players this year. I Are you surprised that the over-under is eight and a half wins for the Raiders? What am I missing? Well, they're in the AFC West, yeah. so they've got two games against the Chiefs, two games against the Chargers, two games against the Broncos, and you've got kind of a weird spot for this team. They made it to the playoffs last year. They worked their way through that dysfunction. They almost beat the Bengals in the wild card round. There was that screwy call on the touchdown pass to T. Higgins, and then the Raiders were driving late, and they they were better than anyone thought last year. But yeah. now you have a regime change. How, how often do you see a playoff team have a full regime change, new GM, new head coach, new defensive scheme, new faces, and a very competitive division? in a very competitive conference, and I think it is going to be. They could be a better team than last year and go 8-9. and nine. So it really doesn't surprise me. All right, you're in Canton, and so you're in the shadow of Cleveland with the Cleveland Browns. What is the feeling? Do you get a sense of what Browns fans think will happen with Deshaun Watson? 
Well, it's been a roller coaster this week for Browns fans because they went from feeling relief on Monday when the decision from Judge Sue L. Robinson was that Watson should be suspended six games to now this sense of foreboding that because the NFL has exercised its right to appeal the decision to the NFL itself and the NFL still clearly wants to impose a significant punishment on Deshaun Watson and the game is rigged. I mean, the union agreed to it. This is the bottom line. It doesn't matter who makes the first decision. What matters is who makes the second decision. And Judge Robinson gave the NFL everything it needs from a factual standpoint. Her most important aspect of her decision were her factual findings because those are binding on appeal. And she found that he did it. She found that he violated the personal conduct policy in three different ways. She called it nonviolent sexual assault for victims that had their evidence presented in this process. And now the commissioner can do whatever he wants or the designee can do whatever he or she wants. And remember this too, Dan, because it, it really didn't jump off the page. The judge basically found that Deshaun Watson lied. And that is not going to go over well with 345 Park Avenue when you are in a setting like this and you're not telling the truth. This is your chance to come clean and get a lesser punishment. If you don't come clean, the punishment is not going to be reduced. Uh, I think you said that you think the NFL is going to drop the hammer. And this is I think be they are. Before, I think it's going to be yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be full year. Okay. Now, if you're let's say in your lawyer, if you're with Deshaun Watson, what do you do now, today, that maybe can help circumvent or mitigate uh, a year-long suspension? Well, I mean, today, short-term, what I would try to do is convince the commissioner to exercise his ability to designate someone else and hope that that someone else can be prevailed upon. Because if it's ultimately the commissioner handling the appeal, why would it be? less than a year. If the employees who ultimately report to the commissioner have been consistently asking for one year, I assume they got their directive somehow, some way from the top of the organization. So if the guy sitting at the top of the organization who has previously said, yeah, go try to get a year. Yeah, ask for a year. If he's the one making the decision, it's more likely to be a year. So I would try to craft a letter or do something to try to try to shame him into handing it to someone else who may be <laughs> slightly less biased, not as close to the action, maybe somebody who hasn't been involved in making decisions about the league's approach to this. That's all you can do for now. Otherwise, it's sit back and wait. All right, football-wise, the Cleveland Browns, will they be content with Jacoby Brissett as opposed to maybe trying to go out and bring in Jimmy Garoppolo if Deshaun's down for a year? Well, that's a great point, Dan, because earlier this week, the head coach, Kevin Stefanski, was asked about whether or not they have multiple plans based upon what the ultimate decision is. And he said they do. And I thought all along, OK, Brissett makes sense if it's six games. If it's full season, that changes your analysis. And I think they are sort of in the we'll cross that bridge when we come to it mode. But if they do find themselves in a spot where Watson is out for the year and there's nothing they can do about it, how do you not consider what would be a win-win? Garoppolo gets a year to come in and play. He can reestablish his career and then go off somewhere else as a free agent next year when Watson comes back. The, the, only, the only hitch is this. They got a fifth-round pick for Baker Mayfield that can become a fourth-round pick, and they're paying $10.5 of his salary when they unloaded him to the Panthers. 
I don't think they want to get hijacked by the 49ers. And the best timeline for the Browns would be they don't find out that Watson's out for the year until after the 49ers cut Jimmy Garoppolo. But I don't think the plane's going to land that way. I think the Browns are going to know if they lose him for the full year while the 49ers still have Garoppolo under contract unless they trade him to somebody else, and then that ends the whole question. Give the audience an idea of how long this appeal is going to take, that when would a ruling happen with the commissioner? Tomorrow is the deadline for the union to submit its paperwork in response to what was submitted yesterday by the league. There's no hearing on appeal. There's no new evidence. The evidence is already done, and it's favorable to the NFL. The CBA and the personal conduct policy require an expedited process, but it doesn't say three days, five days, whatever, just expedited, like hurry it up. And it makes sense because people need to make plans. The Browns need to make a plan. People need to know what's going on. And there's still that possibility, Dan, of the NFLPA doing what it did for Tom Brady, doing what it did for Ezekiel Elliott, going to court to fight this, and along the way trying to get a temporary injunction aimed at allowing Deshaun Watson to play while this all works out. But if that happens, because a big misconception about this, he won't play week one because his six-game suspension isn't being challenged. Unless the NFLPA decides to challenge that, and they've already said they won't, this is about week seven, not about week one. No, that's a great point. Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live co-host, and his book Playmakers, How the uh, NFL Really Works and Doesn't, available online wherever books are sold, a best-selling book. Uh, help me understand what happened with the Dolphins and Stephen Ross and why Tom Brady and his agent weren't punished at all with the tampering. Well, typically when it comes to tampering, it's only the teams that are potentially in trouble if they are speaking to people when they shouldn't. There's never been punishment for those who are tampered with players it would have to be part of the NFLPA bargaining process and it's never been a crime under the league's rules to be the one who's tampered with so even though Brady for four straight calendar years was tampered with by the Dolphins and Dan listen the Buccaneers tampered with him in 2020 <laughs> other teams tampered with him and I mean everybody was tampering the Patriots didn't care they didn't want to have an ugly divorce with Tom Brady they knew he was leaving okay. they weren't going to to be sticklers for the rules there but it was so blatant, it was so bad, the NFL had to do something. You throw Peyton on top of it, Sean Peyton, the former coach of the Saints, talking to him before he even resigned as coach of the Saints. So they had to do something. And my theory on that too, Dan, they wanted to get Stephen Ross for tanking, but they knew they couldn't because that opens other cans of worms they don't want to get into. So they got him for something. And the tampering was so blatant, they couldn't look away. And they punish him. And even when you look at what they did, the punishment really wasn't that bad when you consider how severe the tampering was and how long it lasted. This is like Al Capone and income tax evasion. I mean, that that's really if I when I read this and the commissioner's tone with the Dolphins, they were tanking. It, it's semantics and how, you know, and, and I agree with you. Gosh, if I open up that can and we now have people doubting the integrity of the game and the bottom line of winning games and gambling, I can't allow that to happen. It's almost like let me shift this over here to tampering. And, I, you know, we're not going to, you know, I'm going to be railing on this. Meanwhile, over here, this is about tanking. This is purposely trying to lose games to better your draft selection. Plain and simple. 
He said it. They found that on numerous occasions, the owner of the team said that he believed it was better to improve draft standing in 2020 than to win games in 2019. And the only thing that saved him is Brian Flores said, I'm not going to do that. He made his belief clear. That's why he fell out of favor with Stephen Ross, because he refused to go along. Dan, one of the benefits of being a multi-billionaire is you never have to order a code red. All you have to say is, gee, you know, I'd really like to have a calzone for lunch, and you're going to have a calzone (laughs) for lunch. You don't have to tell anybody to go get it. It's going to show up. That's one of the benefits of being that rich. So he did everything that he could do to get the people who worked for him to do what he wanted. He wanted Joe Burrow. He wanted Joe Burrow badly. Mm. And the people who worked for him, specifically Brian Flores, didn't go along with it. And what a shock. He ends up firing Brian Flores. Good stuff, Mike. Thanks for joining us. Have fun there in Canton. Thanks, Dan. That's Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk Live, the show that precedes ours on Peacock. Yeah, I still think the Dolphins and their owner, Stephen Ross, got off easy. Yeah, it's $1.5 million. You can't be around your team uh, for, what, six games, and we're going to take away a couple of draft picks. Now, the first-round draft pick, okay, that's a big deal. But what you're accused of doing and what I think you did, you should lose your team. You know, it's one of those when the boss says something, and, you know, it, it's not like you go, I – I think he's joking. I I don't I don't know. You know, if somebody let's say the boss goes, you know, it'd certainly be nice if we had uh, more flowers in the building. He's not ordering anybody, but he is, and I'm going to guess pretty soon after that you'd have a lot of flowers in the building. Hey, I'd like to have a better draft selection here. Oh, I'm not telling anybody to do anything nefarious here. No tanking or anything. I'd just like to have a. We would do better with a higher draft pick. You know, I really, really, really like Joe Burrow. Yeah, but we won't get him unless we lose some games. And? <laughs> yes, Paulie. But, but look at the fallout of all these decisions. Brian Flores does not tank, and they win their last two games in 2019. They don't get the number one pick of the draft. I know. Brian Flores sues, and because of that, you you know, if they were going to get Tom Brady and Sean Payton, the lawsuit canceled that. Not only that, so you lose both Tom Brady, the option of getting him, the option of drafting Joe Burrow, and you lose a first-round draft pick and a third-round draft pick for your actions. And you don't get Sean Payton. And you have a Tua who's questionable. And Yes, Todd. Should or would the NFL ever change the draft system a la the NBA, where you don't automatically get the first pick because you had the worst team as far as fighting the whole tanking thing? I still think that you should have the two worst teams play one another. And you have that to start the playoffs. So you just have the draft bowl. Boom. Then the team that wins gets the number one overall pick. How about that? Yeah, Paul. And Trevor Lawrence is standing at the 50-yard line doing the coin flip. <laughs> Whoever the prospective. Yeah, the number one quarterback. quarterback C.J. Stroud. Welcome. Yes, Marv. They should play the game in London, too. They won't know the difference. <laughs> they don't know if they're winners or losers. Yeah. yeah, it'd be the Jaguars over there again. They're always over there. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Yes, Eaton. Did you see now, like with all the fallout from the Dolphins, that they, you know, Tom Brady was leaving the Patriots and the Dolphins at the, I, they're saying the Dolphins at the last minute were like pulled out and, and didn't want Tom Brady yeah. anymore and instead stuck with Ryan Fitzpatrick. 
and that that's the person oh. that people are pointing to when Tom Brady was on You're LeBron's with, show. Yeah. You're picking that, Emmer. Yeah. Yeah, and oh. that when he had that whole thing about, like, I wasn't going to your team anyway, but now that I know you're sticking with that guy, now I got a problem. <laughs> All this, that it was Ryan Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins. That's who he was talking about. Because everybody thought it was the Niners with Jimmy Garoppolo, and then everybody kept saying after that, no, no, they have the same agent. Tom wouldn't do that to him. Right. And I'm thinking, right. well, he was going to the Bears. He wanted to go there. Is that who? <laughs> Maybe it was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. All right. Well, we got our play of the day coming up, your phone calls. And once again, it's a story that I talked about a couple of weeks ago, and it may actually happen. NBC could make the Big Ten the NFL of college football conferences, and this due in large part to their relationship and a potential deal with Notre Dame. Have that for you coming up. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth absolute fire on mondays wednesdays and fridays facts only make sure you check your feelings at the door because no bs is allowed we keep it 100 this is where real conversations happen listen to the right or wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh my God! The play, the play of the day. Check this out. First pitch on the way to the right-handed hitter is swung on, hit in the air, out to left field. Connor Joe's running back, still going back, looking up. Did it go? A grand slam for Drury. First pitch he sees in a Padre uniform. Not many people noticed Brandon Drewy coming over th- from the Reds, and I said, hey, got 20 home runs with Cincinnati. Joining the Padres. We talked about Josh Bell. That's first pitch. Home run, grand slam. Courtesy the Padres Radio Network. That's your play of the day. Play of the day brought to you by Callaway, the new Rogue ST Irons, longest irons ever. They got an iron for you. Rogue ST Max, the Pro, Max OS, Max OS Lite. Find your Rogue ST irons today at CallawayGolf.com slash Go Rogue. I mentioned uh, at the top of the show, got a haircut yesterday, and my wife talked to the hairdresser before I got there, and she had a game plan for my hair that wasn't the same game plan that I had. And I think she was uh, hoping that I would go with the Steve Kerr look, and uh, I think that's sort of what I got here. Did have a member of our audience, uh, Matt Hughes. Dan's wife should be fined and suspended for tampering. Hairdresser should lose access to facilities for six months. Anything less is Dolphins level slap on the wrist. I agree with you, Matt. Thank you. I am the commissioner of my hair. Are you? I thought I was. Well, feels like you're more of the independent arbitrator who just gave a recommendation, yeah. and the commissioner was like, "Thanks, but yeah, you're going to go in of, another direction." Yeah, your wife's kind of like Jerry Jones here. Like, you know, not the commissioner in name, but kind of taking charge. Uh, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. I said, "Keep an eye on the um, Big Ten media rights, and also what NBC does with Notre Dame football." Because I was told by a source, this could be a combination here of Notre Dame and the Big Ten. Well, it looks like that is a distinct possibility because the media rights, that deal with the Big Ten expires after the 2023 season. They're negotiating right now, or at least they were. It was put on hold. So 
I just saw uh, Front Office Sports is uh, the name of the website. Mike McCarthy. Uh, the headline is NBC could make the Big Ten the NFL of college football conferences. Uh, the latest word from high-stakes Big Ten media rights negotiations conference uh, expected to command at least $1.25 billion annually. Uh, next media rights deal from bidders that include NBC. Now, also CBS, Amazon, ESPN, ABC. Um, now, Fox Sports is the uh, conference's primary TV partner with the Big Ten. But... NBC has already pushed the idea of combining Big Ten telecasts with its existing Notre Dame coverage as a, quote, perfect one-two punch. As negotiations near the finish line, NBC is proposing a strategy that calls for back-to-back Big Ten and NFL games in primetime TV on Saturday and Sunday nights, according to sources. Sign me up. I don't know what I didn't hear the first half of what you said, but that last part. So that would then push the Big Ten past the SEC as the premier college football draw on sports TV and make the conference one of the few sports entities besides the $11 billion NFL deal. The Big Ten would have exposure in every TV home. It would be a smart idea to follow the model of the most successful sports league in America. The NFL. Yes, Paulie. If you look at it, it's almost like a twist. Instead of the Big Ten trying to acquire Notre Dame, it could be Notre Dame and NBC together, who've been partners for generations, acquiring almost acquiring the Big Ten. Yeah. Whoa. And that's why I was given a heads up a couple of weeks ago that the Big Ten media rights, were, and the word was installed, but uh, that's the word I'm going to use, that they didn't, they didn't have any finalizing numbers there. And then I was told, well, NBC and Notre Dame are negotiating right now. And all of a sudden, why don't we just throw everybody into the deep end of the pool? And we got Notre Dame and Big Ten football. So it's a possibility, and I'm going with the headline, NBC could make the Big Ten the NFL of college football conferences. Now, if that happens, as I told you a couple of weeks ago, then the SEC will make a move. From what I'm told, they're going to go after Clemson, they'd go after Florida State, and they would go after the U. They might even go after some other schools here. Now, all of a sudden, it's everybody on deck, hands on deck. The commissioner of the SEC joins us next Tuesday, Greg Sankey. Yes, he. We don't react to yeah, well. what everybody else is doing, okay? <laughs> well, we're, we're just fine. Well, that might not be the case. <laughs> this is all kind of what I, what I placed in front of you a couple of weeks ago, that this was a possibility that these were the schools the Big Ten was looking at, these were the schools that the SEC was looking at, and then you have the Big 12 kind of figuring out the leftovers here. So you have the Big Ten and the SEC, and the Big 12 is going to go, I don't know, do we want Utah? Do we want uh, Stanford? Do we want Oregon? You know, This is what's going on right now as we speak. So there is a very strong likelihood that you would have Notre Dame, the Big Ten, and then what happens with that? Because the Big Ten won't stop there from what I'm told. You're going to get to 20 teams maybe in each of these conferences, if not more, because the SEC 
is going to go after Clemson, Florida State, and Miami. Yeah, Paul. Did Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, just moments ago commit to coming on our show because we spent the past seven minutes talking about the Big Ten? Like, I got to stop this. I got to, I got to call. It well, he may cancel that he was going to be on next Tuesday. You know, I, I could, you know, I could see the Mannings and the production team from Omaha Productions partnering with the SEC if they're not already in on it. There's some keep an eye on that one as well. One hour in the books, two more to go. Jason Garrett, former Cowboys coach, will join us. Your phone calls as well. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out hour one. Good folks at Tunnel to Towers Foundation building that do-good village in Land Lakes, Florida. First of its kind community, over 100 homes for the program recipients. This is a place where Gold Star families, families of fallen first responders and catastrophically injured heroes can actually live together and heal together. Neighbors who understand a place where the children of these families will grow up together. The foundation's on a mission to do more for these families, and the Do Good Village is going to help beyond measure. But you can also be part of it. You can donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. The letter T, number two, letter T.org. With every mortgage-free home, the foundation makes good on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices our heroes have made for our country and our communities. Donate $11 a month, Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's the letter T. The number two, the letter T.org. Thank you. It's Freddie Prinz Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.